you are listening to Let's Go Jojo, the weekly Jojo's Bizarre Adventure podcast about the weekly anime from Dynamite in the Brain and Secret of the Sailor Madness. So come along and hang with the Let's Go gang. It's Dwayne. Hello. It's Niall. Ah, uh, really? And it's me, Brian. Wondering if he can get even higher than that. Probably not. Uh, and on this episode, we are covering anime that aired the week of November the 13th to November the 19th, with a couple of exceptions. Uh, beginning with Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, Part 6, Stone Ocean, Episode 23, Jailhouse Lock, in which uh, Jolene is trapped in the movie Memento. <laughs> uh, yes, that was probably a very, if you look at another way, kind of a poignant display of what I much like to live with uh, probably an elderly relative with any kind of dementia or what have you. Hmm, yeah, um, turn into horror movies in, uh, or horror adjacent uh, thrillers, I guess, uh, in Memento, and um, what was that one, Irreversible, was that the one that was backwards? Ooh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I know one thing about that, one thing everybody knows. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. The one the one where you're st- you, you, you watch a scene, and then it shows you the scene immediately before that, or for the entire film, yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's a couple like that for Mento, of course. Mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't, perhaps like <laughs> the Timey Time Machine Blues and other cases. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We'll get to that in just a while, though. Um, uh, but yeah. Yeah, so Poochie, he's got a new look. He's grown three ponytails out of the back of his Overnight. neck. Overnight. Yeah. Father, you've grown your hair out. And also, you have like your eyebrows have grown across your nose a little. Yes. That's fine. It's it's like it's a really kind of like it's just like you know hyper trichosis, but just on it's just like you know coming off the eyelashes and then like you no, know, this is happening. And like it's been a long time since you've been to the mainland. Uh, have fun, and he's like, aha, I'm never coming back. I just got to wait <laughs> for the appropriate time, and uh, heaven will arrive. Um, we did get an explanation of those random words he was saying were the activation codes for the baby stands, basically. Yeah. Which are like the fragments of the world, or um, so I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna, I, I'm gonna explore my stand on purpose because that's gonna be the backup plan. I'm gonna turn into a green baby, and then it's gonna know what these words mean. Uh, yeah. I did like uh, Dio's. Like, I'm a very basic man. I know, only need a couple of things. I need my all-powerful stand, the world. Or I need a best friend who will like yeah, submit to <laughs> not not even like fucking no laws of man or beast. It's just like the laws of God. It will do anything he run by. He'll be my best friend. Um, also, I'm going to need, what is it, 18 words as a, 14, to program my stand 14 with. Words, yeah. 14 words to program my stand with. Also, I'm going to need the souls of a bunch of like the worst criminals we can find. Mm. I, I need very little in life. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's also gained a Joe Star birthmark as well. Um, well, I guess he already had one because he stole the body of the guy who had one. <laughs> this but... is his one. This is a new birth. So it's, it's yeah. his. It's that whole complicated thing was like, you know, when he had like his head on the body, he had two stands because he had the world and he had like, he's able to do at least the spirit photography of Herma Purple. So something like, like Herma ah. Purple, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so maybe something got intermelded, you know, all the other bits that flew off, you know, like it's all, it's all a, a contaminated samples so that baby is just a melding of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and oh yeah, just kind of get in there too if one said, yes, the villain would again have some power stand that manipulates the laws of time and space so it's going to get literally see that in there from the beginning Hmm. Uh, Emporio manages to visit Jolene who's so bored she's given herself a belly button piercing 
and he's panicking where Jolene's like, I've had my dad's memories inside my head now, so I understand the entire plot of the previous parts of Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, and I need to get out of here right now and uh, kick Poochie's ass, because if he's gained the powers of Dio, we're in deep trouble. Like, you got his my dad's CD, that's fine, we don't need to fucking rush and do that. The main thing is to stop this Dio motherfucker, I know what a bad dude he is. Yeah. <laughs> he might be going like, off in a rocket to space, because the coordinates are given there for Cape Canaveral, Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Did you pump him into a thing? That's he's crazy. literally like we talk about. Wait wait to the night to the day of the night of the new moon. He's about he's going to the moon. Yeah, we're supposed to do it. Gotta get them. Space vampires. Scary. <laughs> uh, but Emporia's like, oh no, this this is a terrible place. It's like the building itself won't let you out. Uh, it knows if you try and escape. Uh, also, two of your friends are in hospital, and the other one is locked himself inside his cell. Won't even talk to me. Salt gun. Um, Someone made fun of his head. But Jolie's having none of this. She's like, we gotta go. Uh, I'm breaking out. Uh, and then another prisoner, Miu Miu, shows up with her stand, just wandering alongside her. And she's like, <laughs> Jolene, if you know what's good for you, stay in prison. And we're not going to stop you from getting that dispatch to Taro now. Just don't interfere with... Um, uh, you can plans. save your dad. That doesn't matter to the plans, so work away. Leave the baby out of this. I was thinking the same as Jolene. It's like, you got some brass balls, lady. Um, just walking up here, showing me your face with your stand. It's just like, hmm, okay. A couple of gunslingers, you know. You <laughs> <laughs> pick it up for the two of us. And Jolene throws a punch through the bars, but she's still, she's still like, okay, I'm going to give you one more shot. Like, you can, for free... You don't have, we don't have to do this. I don't have to activate my stand. Jolene's like, nah, I'm breaking out. And then she's in her regular cell. Hmm. Yes. And we discover that the stand has apparently altered her memory so she can remember her past, but she can only with, she can only hold on to three new facts that she can learn at a time. Uh, And she's got loads of, Writing all over her body, like in Memento, she's also got a list of notes, and she has like a back and forth with Gwess, where it's like she keeps on learning things, but then as the the fourth one comes along, it pushes out the first thing that she Mm -hmm. learned. Because I mean, like the notes are somewhat sensible. It's like okay, one, you can only remember three things. Two, uh, what was the second one? Defeat the stand user. Defeat the stand user. Mew mew, and it's just like that. This is her fault. Three. Go um, to Emporio. Go to Emporio, and Be it's just important. like that. That that's very good, but the problem is, <laughs> which three things do you hold on to? And as soon as like, what does Mew Mew look like? Well, she's got scraggy hair, and she wears uh, tights, and she's about your height. I, 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 that's ignoring, three things. I can only I, remember three things. Wait, I forgot that the, I can only remember three things. Focus on the hair and the tights, and they ignore that bit in the middle where she seems to have like slaughtered a muppet and is wearing its pelt. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, that's just the standard jumper that you wear and, in prison. Yeah, <laughs> the a big of, Muppet, too. It's all for the sake. <laughs> and then a lot of the remaining episode is just me and me fucking with Jolene in this position that she's in. It's like, whenever she's about to figure things out, then she'll do something which forces Jolene to learn a fourth thing and pushes out the other memories. Or just to be a dick, like st- like stepping on a cockroach and putting it in her food and then saying three other things about food and here you go, eat your food. And it's like, oh, thank you. Uh, yeah. exceptionally it, cruel yeah. Yeah. until eventually Jolene realises the trick is to not try and fill your memory with three things 
only remember two things. Um, Keep two things, and one thing is a changeable one. Yeah. Yes. Um, and she does this by just going, I need to remember, I need to remember, and then Stone Free uh, laces go see Emporio into her arm. Um, mm. And that's so she, she has number one, you can only remember three things. Number two, go see Emporio. Number three, we'll change that on the fly. That's yes. fine. Uh, which is desperately needed because Emporio has also been affected by this stand and is about to electrocute himself. I, like I wasn't, I wasn't clear if Mew Mew um, did that on purpose or was it because Emporio was trying to escape through the walls as he does, which automatically activates um, her stand. I wasn't sure if she was aware because she seemed confused by the whole Emporio situation. She'll type that one now as a freebie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Em- Emporio has accidentally spilled some boiling water. Uh, from his kettle and it is uh, gotten into the electrics so he keeps repeatedly wandering into the electrical water because he keeps forgetting it's electrified yes um, uh, it seems very dumb but it's an exceptionally cruel thing to do to a small muscular child it's, it's really fucked up yeah he got far enough to bring up like her her, her, her file on the computer yeah yeah <laughs> so before re- remember how to use a computer like remember his password and everything you know he got that far god bless him mm-hmm uh, yeah, it, it's a weird bit of coincidence that uh, two things involving spilling water onto electronics uh, <laughs> we watched this week. Hmm. Uh, did, uh, did you know what most accidents happen in the home? Well, <laughs> we had a solution for you, dear listeners slash viewers. Uh, oh. I, I like this one. I really like the, the basic simplicity of the problem, but it's like, how do you get past that fucking problem? It's very... It's complicated in execution, I guess. Yeah, it's. Uh, it's, it's. I think I can just kind of was the way to kind of uh, put it in. I did. I quite like to kind of the dissolving effect. How it dissolves then melts yeah, into yeah. the different dissolve and dissolve turns this into just kind of weird and unsettling. And it kind of gave it that kind of weird and unsettling thing, which really put across the cruelty of what she's going to do. And it's just fun sliding around gloating, which is great because it means mm. what well, she gets or 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 right in the fucking face too, <laughs> wherever you like it. Um, yeah, and it gets to reuse a bunch of footage by putting that that kind of a blurry filter over it, but in a way that looks like it's the memory, but dissolving. Because you, the viewer, have watched this before, but Jolene can't see it or remember it. Um, yeah. I, th- I thought it was well handled. Yeah, it'll be a little funny next week when she goes into like the rec room with the prison and you start spoiling on any of all the movies they're watching. <laughs> uh, also, Irby's wakes up this episode. I, oh, I yeah. like the bit with Hermes because Hermes gets informed by Emporio before his accident, um, repeated accident, uh, that a fucking FF got uh, got got after after they found out what we needed to know. And I like the the teardrop from the glass and pouring one out for your homie. Oh, <laughs> this is just slides up in the bed, just like just hearing all this, you know, as the stone face. It's just like yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm I'm used to revenge. This is, this is my bread and butter. I know this is what I needed actually. I need to get give me up out of bed, something to get revenge on. Like it, I, I'm not even bothered that she's been out of the story for so long because when I think about it, she did slap her own skull into her skull. So I mean, like that's that's gonna put you in bed for a bit. Yeah, a great um, surgeon in that prison, I must say. <laughs> hmm. uh, yeah, good episodes. Um... It did feel, again, because of the recap at the start, it felt like, oh, was this supposed to be like the start of another batch? But um, uh, yeah, that's yeah. after this. Yes, um, but they, that, that it feels like be... the break should have taken place at the end of the last one, yes. starting on this one. Yeah, 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 but that'll be after this one, which I guess, which may also work because I assume they're going to break out of prison in the next episode. Otherwise, there's mm-hmm. not going to be much of a story if they're still in prison and uh, 
Pooch is wandering around doing his machinations. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just walking there as well. It's just going, I'm just going to keep walking. You know, I, 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 I don't know. I need to hurry the time. It's going to be a week or two before the new moon. I can probably get out there. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I assume, I assume, unlike Witch Watch, that Araki timed everything out correctly in his storyline. Uh, yeah. As opposed yeah. to Witch Watch, where they apologize for writing too many silly stories. That, and then also, <laughs> you may have to wait a very long time for November to come because there may just be more silly stories. So pretend it's still October. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's Witch Watch. It's the season of the witch at all times. It's fine. It's just the magic, the true magic is narrative fiction. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, there we got Tatami Time Machine Blues on Hulu if you're in America, on uh, Disney Plus if you're here in the UK, or I think anywhere else in the world. Um, yeah. So, uh, no episode title, but we return to uh, God. What's the what's the coloured college life that he's after in Tatami uh, Galaxy? Rose is uh... rose coloured. College life, he's yeah, like, that yeah. sounds right. It's always kind of it's the same kind of setup as the second opening. It's this sad sack again. He wants to do his ideal college life, which would be a fucking like neurotic sad sack to kind of do it. All these people are bringing him down. He's trying to like get the attention of like usually a raven haired beauty. He's got like a, a, a strange sensibility. Uh, and he tr- and he's, he's just about to achieve this when suddenly, oops, a supernatural occurrence spoils his romantic ends. And, Yes, so I, I I feel like it's supposed to be one of the alternate realities from like what we didn't see out of the Tatami Galaxy, just because of the, yeah. the, the clock face setup we get. That's yeah. always like the symbol of, oh, we're getting into a different uh, reality this time. Yeah, and even then within that, it allows up for other alternate realities because we're going to start affecting the, the yes. flow of time now. <laughs> Uh, so yes, the position is uh, I, or the protagonist, or the narrator, Al, is once again in room 209 of the rundown apartment building. And the problem they've got is that they've been filming a uh, B-movie, a part of the film club, in his room. And when they came, they finished filming, they were all meeting back up. When he got back, uh, his good quote-unquote friend, Ozu, classmate... Um, small Nemesis. monster yes um was like hey you gotta do that naked dance you said you're gonna do he's like what naked dance you know this naked dance and like mimes it and kicks over a bottle of coke onto the the only remote the only operating machinery for the only air conditioner in the building uh hmm. which is in his room at the uh, height of summer yes <laughs> the time of year yes. <laughs> And the, the the worst part of that that guy is his his friend, quote unquote, um, is the guy's just like, well, uh, it's a series of events. Number one, you we all fucking you invited us back. Number two, you said you do the dance. Someone else put the bottle of coke down, and he's blaming the guy for doing the dance, and that's why I was miming yes. the dance you were going to do. It's just like, so it's your fault, really. Oh, and the, fi- like, fuck- the, fi- the final people to blame are the manufacturers of the air conditioning unit for not having a control on the air conditioning itself. <laughs> yeah, not having an on-off switch on the just on the thing. Yeah, that is a that's bad when products do have yes. that. Yeah, uh, and then the, the rest of the episode is like looking back on the filming, how they the. Basically introducing the characters by having like a flashback to the previous day and also then when they went to the baths after they'd finished filming. Um, But that you start, we've already got the initial thing of like something's up in that 
our main character. Everyone, everyone said you were going to do the. You said to all yes. of us, you were going to do the naked dance, and he's like, "No, I didn't." What the fuck yes. are you talking about? Yeah. And um, then they go over the rushes from the, from the shoes, and they say, "Hey, man, you got Ozu in the foreground. We got Ozu also appearing here in the background, not in costume or makeup." Yeah. That is him, right? He's, yeah. Ooh. Does he have a twin brother or like a cousin lookalike or something? Uh, and before they could discuss it any further, a guy who's shabby from top to bottom but in an adorable manner shows up and I love like he's so shabby you can't help but love him yeah <laughs> he's like the, like the Bill Dotefeeb effect the, the thing about the protagonist is he's really awkward and you can't talk to the girl he likes and all that kind of things but the constant because he's a writer in this the constant writing he's doing in his head describing everyone is very very funny I, I, I do enjoy yeah. that it, it makes it very dry in a good way and mm. this this guy who we've never met and he's not in the original series is like oh the the landlady sounds younger than she's used to and it's like it's surprised that mr higuchi the uh student who never graduates uh uh is is here um mm. and you're like okay why why is he surprised so we've got the clue that this is probably a time traveler and when they finally discover a time machine in the cupboard uh, he's probably the owner of it Mm. Um, and the other characters you meet are we've got uh Hanaki, who is the dental hygienist, who yeah. is the on off on and off girlfriend of Eva Higuchi or Joe Jogasaki, depending on which universe it is. I think in one universe the she's the girlfriend of the protagonist. Um and also with time travel now, who knows who she's the yes. girlfriend of at any given time? I think, yeah, I and, think she's... and she's already used it too. Yes, yeah, yes, because we... uh, she, they all talk about like, oh, you 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 were there for the filming and you helped the thing. Is like, well, that's what I that's what I would have said if I was there. And they're like, if you were there, you were you were there yesterday. Yes. Well, we all saw you. I was going to say she hasn't already used it. We just know that she will yes. use it in a later episode. It's um, funny because I'm kind of thinking it's just like I'm betting those scenes <laughs> walking around the book marsh. <laughs> The characters are definitely in the bookmark at several points and that kind yes. of thing. Yes. Um, mm. I I, the bookmark, it shows up in uh, The Night Short Walk On Girl, isn't it? I yeah, can't yeah, remember it if it does. shows up in the original series. I think I think it does. Uh, I, 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 watched, I watched again like uh, a couple of time ago, actually, to get in the kind of speed of it. Actually, it didn't go fucking like top gear the school goes that one was was particularly fast. I mean, the first one there kind of gets into a slow, but one didn't uh, do the same thing here. Which I suppose maybe they, when I anyways, um, I think it was in that too anyway. Just mm-hmm. to go to go, go, go about it, all these books around here, so you can kind of like do a lot of these same locations again. Some of them were just like you know using like actual photo reference, like just pasted yeah, into yeah. the background, which is I think a charming effect actually. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and, and Jagasaki, who is the head of the movie club at the uh university and uh yeah he's a jerk um and then if you watch the mm. tatami galaxy you'll find out he's got a weird fetish um <laughs> but uh, that may not come up at all in this series typical jock overcompensating uh and i can't remember if the other guy was in the guy the rat tooth guy was in the first series or not i think he i was. don't I, I didn't remember him at all uh mm. i feel like he might have been one of the security force in the first series um yeah i can't remember you see this but I, I i really enjoyed this first episode but also it made me want to go and rewatch the original series as well um mm. at the same time um 
Yeah, so we, all, we, we end up with Ozu, go, try, they, they're like jokingly going, oh, look at this time machine. It looks like the Doraemon time machine is essentially what it is. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> price looking York. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a flat piece of mat with a, with a plastic chair stuck on it, like with yes. the legs taken off. And, you know, it's got a little dial in it, plus minus, obviously forward, back in the future, and a, and a big lever. So you can set the time and yes. pull the lever and you travel through time. And it's like, all right, I'll give it a go, woo! And then he disappears. It's like, where the fuck has he gone? And Jekyll's um, like, looking he's for... playing a trick on me. <laughs> like, um, yes, because he, when he comes back, they don't believe him until they show them the video of him there in the window the previous day. Um, and they found the footage earlier, so it's kind of like, no, he didn't manufacture this. Like, this is, we already had this, so. But yes, mm. they haven't got yet by the end of the episode uh, to the premise yet, which is... Mm taken from uh, the play and film Summertime Machine Blues by the screenwriter of this, uh, which obviously is, what if we use this time machine to stop the air conditioner from being broken? Mm. That's the plot of the entire movie uh, and play. I mean, like, if you've been through a hot summer, I feel like that's a very important thing to fix. Yes, and it's just a, it's a very funny premise for using a time machine. Um, Mm. It's yeah. It's <laughs> the great thing about which superpowers introduces it. Kind of fun. How can we use these like that to save the world or take over the world? It's for incredibly petty ends. Um, incredibly like low stakes, but ever they're like the most important like like thing to you right there. It's it's quality of life improvement is what they're after. That's why Jojo Part Four was was so good and it felt like so unique <laughs> because it was just use the point. It's about you stands. Oh, we got psychic powers. Let's just go rip off the fucking local lottery. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, um, yeah. I, I there's a lot of good scenes in it. I think one of my favorite ones was when the guys are really badly sweating in the room and there's like the sweat stains on the mats and they have a slap fight, but like it's the, neither of them wants to really get hit as hard, so you can't hit the other guy too hard, so it's barely uh, kind of touching each other. Um, very funny, like uh, silly animation. Super gross ring in their shirts, or it's just oh, like the waterfall yeah. of sweat. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it is. It is. We're going to kind of that that sense of place, but I guess it's important to use that same setting over and over again. You know, mm. it's like I, when they're up in that hallway and it's about saying, "Oh man, it's fun." I'm sweltering there. I, I could almost like smell like the like the the, the one the kind of the mouldering books and the kind of the hot floorboards. Like I was kind of a lot, mm. a lot of the kind of the old houses and over there kind of smell like that. Um, mm. It's like oh, it's put me back there already. <laughs> in the heart of winter I feel bammy and sweaty and oh we should also mention that the the film they were making also involves time time travel uh, about, again it's, it's time travel in a very mundane way yes yeah, yeah. it's about well let's face it it's about Mr. Higuchi is <laughs> clearly what it's about it's yeah. about a guy who travels back in time and then in the Tokugawa Shogunate and whoever he comes into contact with he uh, makes them uh, lazy and not want to do any work. Um, he emits some sort of aura of fecklessness around himself, so um, they just don't yeah. get anything done, and that's why they lost, and it collapses history on itself. Yeah. Yes. Um, how are you yeah. going to film? How are you going to show that in a, in a student film? I don't fucking know, but well, your yeah. one seems very confident that we've got all the footage we need. We'll just get it in the end. Yeah, I, I really like that touch as well because it's like the, the two guys who wrote the script are like, "Are you sure you get it?" <laughs> and she's like, "No, I get it. <laughs> Post, it's fine." Uh, dear. uh yeah, man, I love this. I was uh, mm. 
this. Like, and in fact, I'm having to stop myself from binging the rest of it. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just it's just more of it, uh, but it's just its own little thing. It's probably because it is just spaced out so well um, across mm. the years. You don't get, you haven't gotten tired to give them. Oh, yeah, this must more of this. That's fine. This is good. It's yeah, dense. it's dense. Yeah, because it's like oh, with nice short walk on girls got Higuchi and Hanuki. I can't remember if anybody any of the others show up in that. Um, and they only show up briefly. I think Hanuki is supposed to be the dental nurse in Penguin Highway as well. Yeah, they're the dentist lady. Yeah. Mm. I don't think she gets a name in that. I think she's just the object of the kids' affections. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's... And, and it's got, yeah. So the monologuing is not quite as rapid as it is in that first episode of Totally Galaxy. Yeah. That was like, people worry about oh, when Disney want to get that, are they sure? But they seem to, you know, slow it to roll a little bit. Yeah, and I think it diff- the difference in the original is it takes its time introducing all the characters, whereas I think probably because it's having to do this trick of like you might not have ever watched this these characters before, but we're going to like set it like how many was it like six, seven with the the new character plus hmm. the dog. I think the dog's a new thing as well. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Just... Uh, no, the, 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 the dog tested well in uh, in uh, performance reviews. So that yes. was you got to put a dog in there, you know, it helps to increase book sales. I'd assume that thing about this Kappa cursed statue thing is going to be important that it gets brought up. But it's I, literally yeah. a sculpture of the, the jock guy, so yes. yeah. <laughs> uh, which makes me think they're probably going to overshoot their targets at some point when they're travelling back in time. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, it gives you like enough clues as to go how what what on earth are they going to end up doing in the remainder of this? <laughs> We're going to make sure that the Coca Cola for a corporation is never formed, so that there's no chance for Coca Cola bottle <laughs> laying on the table to be spilled at a juncture. It's probably something that ridiculous and roundabout. To uh, yeah, this. yeah, maybe they went back far enough to to do to win that old. Um... When, when the because they talk about when the air conditioner was installed and it's like oh they were lucky to install it that kind of thing it's like can we get make go back in time and make sure they install one with fucking buttons on it or something yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh you know they mentioned like oh they're drinking like you no know, warm barley tea you try and cool down with that old thing oh if you drink the warm tea it'll cool it down for longer if one say oh no. man can we can we not have these these fun Edo period fucking like uh, refreshment things well this that's way that's way they didn't they didn't better it worked fine for them. So when you go back in time and just try like alter refreshment like like uh, trends in that era, <laughs> so then that when it comes to the modern day, you can enjoy like a, a mango frappuccino. <laughs> I mean, like everything seems uh, to they, they seem to have already done all the time traveling that they're doing, and they're actually f- feeling the effects of it. But it feels like the end of their their student B movie could be the end of it as well. They've managed to implode time on itself by making too many changes. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah, looking forward to uh, returning to this for the remaining five weeks. Mm-hmm. Then we got Pui Pui Molkar Driving School, Episode 6. Grasp the victory, munch munch, great sports day. <laughs> Yum. In which the Molkars have a sports day. Hmm. Uh, of which they, what they have, they like it's a tug of war where they just eat the rope. And uh, then whoever like tugs it at the end is like, no, mine. Is the winner. Yeah, mm. there's they, they roll some balls, which just hit the head coach at the driving school, mm. and then there's like a obstacle course relay race, which is I think the majority of the episode. Yeah, yeah, we get some new cars in that one as well. Yeah, so. mm. 
Um, Wait, the, was the was the sushi nigiri one new? I feel like that's a new one. That was there before, but I don't know. I guess mm. no, it's, no, it's, it's front and center. It's prominence. It's it's it, 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 yeah, it, it, it's yeah. day to shine. Yeah, the, the the essential gag is is that the obstacle course, uh, well, the sports day in general is a sports day for humans, but you're making cars who are giant hamsters, <laughs> who are giant yeah. uh, guinea pigs. Sorry, fair. sorry. Um, and and to be worse, like it's gonna, it's bad enough to get a, a giant car to get inside a sack, but to do it when it has a giant sushi thing on its back as well, it's like that's just making it very difficult. It's not a drag on that. I'm sure you want to have that. Hmm. Mm. Uh, yeah, that's it. I think there's a giant shark in the next episode, uh, which there I guess maybe the 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 mecha one they had, but they're just giving it a skin, maybe. Uh, then we got Welcome to Demon School, Irumakun, episode six of season three, devilishly pure, mm. uh, in which we check in with Aruma and Lead, and they have. Made themselves, they have tricked themselves into thinking that they live in the jungle by eating all the food that they are supposed to take back for points. This is a four-day fucking thing. It's just like we gotta act like we fucking live here, and so day one we eat fucking well, so we can like do really good in the next three days. Mm. And so everyone who is sneaking up to steal the shit is like, they're just they're just eating all their ingredients. So let's just fucking leave. And they're all like, oh, brilliant. He's put them all off the scent. It's like, no, I'm not sure it's brilliant, but maybe. Hmm. I don't know. It's like, you know, you're frolicking in the meadow. Maybe it doesn't look, yes. you know, too tough or anything like that. But maybe see, it is a marathon uh, sprint. So you exactly. got to have, yeah. you know, set yourself up for it. Uh, and then uh, Lee's like, well, you know what would be even better than just us two frolicking around here on our own? If there were some girls here as well. Remember that mm-hmm. mixer we had? A flashback. Uh, where he had invited all of Aiko's friends, but Aiko, as we learned at the, at the post-credits, was too busy arranging photos of a rumor to come along to the mixer, and so she missed out. Um, mm. And he's like driving into the lads because he's got Jazz, Saburo, and a rumor with him, and he's like, it's teamwork, we've got to work as a team, it's us versus the girls. And then he's like, aha, I'm going to turn on them, and all the girls are going to be full for me, not them. Because he offers them advice, which he thinks is counter is is going to be counterproductive, but it is super but, effective. Yeah, mm. I, I like uh, the advice with Sabnock is don't fucking go on about becoming the Demon King and shit like that. So just just keep keep it on the DL, right? Just stay quiet. So Sabnock's like, oh, okay, play hmm. it cool. I get and you. they all think he's all mysterious and sexy, and he's so mm. tall, like you know. So he's got that going. Uh, a room is like, don't what, what they said for room. I can't remember, but it's like he's so. But, but the the thing which she's like, oh, he, he ends know, up complimenting yes. her, which is obviously, yeah, people like hearing compliments. Yes. So. Oh, he's he's try- yeah, because they 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 want they like talking like he was the great hero of saving the. Oh, don't theme yeah, park. don't stand out. Don't make you yes. the big guy. Rumors, think, absolutely. Yeah. I'll make them feel special. No, don't make them feel. And special. they're like, oh, Damn he's it. so small and cute. Uh, I can't really tell ja- jazz. Jazz, jazz, jazz. Whatever, whatever jazz, jazz does, jazz can do tricks bad boy. at, at yes. the mixer. So he's he, just, he's he, just, ooh, yeah, yeah. If you can do tricks, it's like that's impressive at the mixer. That's going to get the attention, all the attention off of off of um, him. <laughs> yes, and then he's like, oh, and they're like, what is what is your uh, bloodline power? He's like, oh, you can share my senses with you. Uh, and then uh, I can never remember the 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 most abstract one of the girls, the one who's just an eye stalk. Uh, yeah. You could steal oh, my yeah. nose, see see what I'm smelling. It's like I don't know where your nose is. <laughs> I don't know how to do that. Why don't you find out? 
Uh, but back at camp, there's something out there waiting for us. And it ain't no man. No. The ladies. Yes. Well, they, first of all, they think oh, it's a monster, but then they realize it's Clara because it's wearing a badge that says Clara. <laughs> <laughs> So and, and then it runs, it grabs Aruba and runs off with him, uh, leaving mm. Lead with uh, Ex Elizabetto. And uh, she comes onto him and he's like, Oh no, she's using her power against me. I must resist. <laughs> I must resist. I can't um, resist. I, I can't, can't resist. resist. Yeah. And she takes his secret stash of. Uh, uh, of like the uh, plants they were supposed to be collecting. Yeah, yeah. Ingredients. That's the word. Are you sure? Are you sure? Kind of just a little something more for little old me, don't you? It's like, well, oh, <laughs> my shucks, yeah, I do. It's in my, it's in, it's in my sock. <laughs> Here you go. Uh, but then she reminds him that she'd already told everybody that she won't use her powers on uh, people she's attracted to. And that she's because she said, I didn't use my power on you. you I, and it's like, you're you you're you love me, and then we sort of get her flashback of her well of her life and her training, um, hmm. and yes, she's this massive romantic, and she says, and the she, idea that she could make a man fall in love with her isn't any good. So if it's anyone I I feel I could be romantically attracted to, I'm not going to use it on, yes. which is all men. Yes. Her life is an, is an old Tomei game. She's just going to take... She's just going to do 100% all roots. Yes, there's some interesting men in her vision of her harem. <laughs> I was not expecting mm. to be there. Um, oh, well, well, you're going to have to spread. You don't know how you're going to feel or how in love you're going to be in a given yes. day. You want to make sure. That's why she's been, she's been learning every single possible seduction skill a woman can use. And so once she's mastered it all... Uh, no, no man will be able to resist her, uh, mm. as Lead proves here. So Lead thinks, no, this is terrible. But then the narrator says, no, she is romantically interested in you, Lead. But you can't hear me because I'm the narrator. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then yeah, meanwhile, Lead actually d- does some yeah. nice things for her and compliments her yes. in a way specific to him. Yes. But yeah. And then she kisses him on his horn and uh, sends him. <laughs> Uh, into apoplexy. And then, uh, yes, Clara has dragged Iruma off and then the zip opens on the costume and he is pulled inside her costume uh, where she says, gotcha, Arubachi, and then the episode <laughs> ends. you, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, uh, and then I was like, okay, are we going to see like what is a sexually aggressive Clara looks like? And then we get the preview of the episode and it's like, oh no, it's just Clara. And there's looks like there may be a song. Um, that, listen, she, she's going to use all her charms, and singing is definitely one of her charms. So I think that would be it. Um, I like again. I think the costume thing is you want is the zip up suit so she can hide her pheromones and also you know zip it down a little, a little sexier. Whereas Clara's like, I'm a dress as a monster because I got no charm. But when you see the cute girl inside, you'd be like, oh, that's a cute girl. Also, that whole costume is a fucking pocket if you think about it. Yes, her, her magic thing, is yeah. pockets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So mysterious as well. You see, if you cover more up, it just makes the imagination <laughs> run wild. Mm. Uh, yes, it was. A, it was a, both a funny and frightening ending. And then when you see the preview, like, okay, it's going to be a like a less a less frightening version of when you get swallowed by goo in Halley and Goo. Um, <laughs> it's like some sort of weird. Uh, it's like her. She, he appears to be trapped in a soft play area. <laughs> it's, 
Yeah. Filled with uh, board games and toys. Uh, and you see it happens to, in the preview, it seems to happen to Aruma and the um, her teacher. Uh, that, super, yeah, they, be- they become cheapified. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, the title is not lying. These are four devilishly pure demons. Um, mm. And I was like, oh, it's probably what the misfit class is all about. Is like these are that they've got a purity to their heart, which is why they're misfits and why they've ended up in this class. Hmm. They, they purely embody a certain vice or yes. or other thing. Like yeah. that. Like, you know, if, if, if you're going to be greedy, if you're going to be kind of lusty you know, or something like that, then you may as well go all in on this and then make that your whole thing. Yeah, because it's like even your little creepy owl guy, he's not like the creep who's in their, uh, their magic item uh, club. He's not building. Yeah. He's not illegally building statues of people. And... Life-size statues of actual <laughs> other students. Um, oh, they, he would. He would bear no false idols. Yeah. And saying, you wanted from Bob Poison yeah. upon your knees in front of the beauty. Yeah, like he's um as, as the creepy anime guy who's really into women go. He's he's very like all women are queens. Um, which is like that's a that's a positive, I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> For that trope. Uh, then we've got Spy Family, episode 19, a revenge plot against Desmond, and Mama Becomes the Wind. Uh, what's he called? Is it Gordon Gloomman? Or... Gordon Gloomman, or yeah. Gloomy Man, or Gloomy yeah. as they call him. Yes. Yeah. Uh, he was responsible uh, for hiring the spy because he <laughs> thought the, uh, the Desmond, uh, corporation we're gonna crush his dad's company and he wouldn't be able to go to the school mm. anymore so he figured if uh is damien's his first name into um damien yeah, yes yes if uh, somehow like you know again like you know an anya style plot if i somehow like embarrass him or wreck him he would like you know oh i don't want two sons like me if and i like, if i get his son kicked out of school then his father will ruin his business thereby saving my father's business yes is, is his logic as a child again child brain not thinking so much he also mm. gives three months allowance to his butler to hire the best spy you can get with three months of my allowance which as a rich kid is presumably a lot but still not enough somebody. to hire it's not enough to hire a decent spy as we saw <laughs> uh, so he's still got another plan he's going to f- uh, frame Damien for bring- smoking a cigarette and punching him but mm. Annie is like oh that will ruin my plan I'm going to step in and save Damien and I think my favourite moment is when the teacher is scared of Anya's eyes <laughs> and runs away <laughs> Her eyes, they see through all. She's a bad kid. I can just tell it. I'm just going to stay out of this whole situation. Just like her dad. She's kind of adopting that same like, steely glare that he has. It's like, oh, yeah, she learned from the best. There's some very good Anya faces in this and also background Anya faces as she's reacting to things. Because obviously she's much like the audience where she's parallel to what's going on in this kid's head of there's someone thinking about revenge against Desmond. I must catch this spy. Yes. He's a spy master. He hired the spy. She, she uh, gets so much mileage out of uh, somebody is, who is absolutely crestfallen or like, hideously embarrassed, and she just big guys just like there, there. <laughs> I don't know what to do with this. Yes. There, there. <laughs> uh, we also got like Becky's brains is full of romance because she's like, oh, oh, you you saving Desmond? Oh, no, what? And then she was asking about Gordon. He's like, oh, you're into him as well. You, any, what any boy do you want, Anya? Because um, she was immediately mm. thinking about her Lloydy and that yes. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and of course, then when Anya saves Damien, then Damien gets all embarrassed. Uh, 
as well. Because uh, the sweet angel has come in. Like, because the teacher is literally saying, it's like, ah, oh, I'm not going to listen to your fucking cronies. I know those guys will say anything to get you off the hook. But Anya, the bad kid, comes in and, and fucking saves him. And he's like, mm, too rich for my blood. I'm staying out of this situation. Yes. Uh, and then Gordon gives them the way that his sob story and they like treat him because they think it's going to be his last day at the school. Uh, give him laser presents. But he presents. keeps pushing it. Yes. yes. <laughs> like Everyone a childhood does, kind though. of thing. There's people going on, but saying, ah, oh, sure, you know, I know how it is. No, I just want to look forward to like the the spring chorus. It's just like, oh, it's okay, we'll join hands and sing. Like he's dying as he leaves the school gates. Well, Goodbye. That's because he I'll thinks never forget you. He thinks his parents will have to sell him into slavery to the West. <laughs> uh, and Anya's kind of trying, you know, like it'll be okay because she knows her dad and um, Frankie are from. No, it's no, the, it's, no, it's, it's the, Sylvia. The, it's yeah, yeah, the, the handler. The handler. Yeah. And they're from they're from the West and they're grand. So yeah, they won't sell you into slavery over there is the thing she's assuring him. And it's like, what does this stupid child know? But you have Becky coming in, like humming the, the chorus and you have Desmond coming in doing his dance. Yeah. <laughs> Just all the kids trying to be as sweet <laughs> as possible. Here's my favorite football. Here's my pencil case. You know, that kind of thing as he leaves uh, forever. Then, They'll never see him again. And then he gets home and his dad says, well, it's like, good good job that Desmond, the Desmond company bought us out. It saved, it saved the company. No, I, I mean, like, obviously, I'm not going to be CEO and my name, my it's not going to be my name on the building anymore, but our research is going ahead. I'm still head of the project. I'm fucking, I'm really glad they bought us out. Have you done your homework yet, son? <laughs> 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 and he used to go back in and everyone's oh, going oh this motherfucker like... he's getting shoulder checked for yes. back to his ice cream's a motherfucker uh, and then <laughs> Becky's like you gotta give everything back to us <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I, yeah I don't know how it's perfect but Becky's the one who <laughs> tells him that he's got to give everything back but it is Becky is like the most loving or at least love obsessed child and also the harshest yeah. one <laughs> um, and then the second part uh is uh, your thinks that Anya's forgotten her gym gear and races to the school, scares some children, and then discovers that there was no gym today. Uh, hmm. Also frightens Lloyd, because Lloyd had also <laughs> snuck to the school instead of <laughs> doing his pretend job. He's like, what, does she suspect something? Uh, she uh, suspected that, that I, my code for going to work was that I'm yes. going to spy on my child so I could try and figure out how to get her some stellar stars and that kind of thing but yes. uh, yeah i mean like yours also like i can't just say hey anya you forgot your shit because that will get her kicked out of school i'm reasonably certain that that got, that one guy i've seen before would kick her out of school for for failing to remember her gym gear <laughs> yes but then she's also doing all sorts of other things around town on the way like saving people's plant pots uh mm. using mm. her martial arts skills and um, doing some sweet parkour down a building site just to get to school yeah Good stuff. But yeah, as a general plot, though, it does feel a lot like uh, certain episodes of uh, Bob's Burgers. Uh, I don't know whenever they make your behave more like a mother, but it does remind me of Bob's Burgers. Uh, Linda plots so much. Because uh, mm-hmm. there's definitely well, ones where she's uh, yeah. had to sneak to school to give Louise things, uh, or in one case, break her out of school. Uh, it is a very man plot, so yes. appropriate that it's your doing it, except with uh, the skills she's learned as an assassin. Yes. <laughs> when she scales that that, that that sheer wall and there's like bits of brick coming down, I was just like, Jesus Christ, the upper body strength of her. <laughs> the fucking fingertips are like drills. Exactly, yeah. 
Um, and then, yeah, you are kind of meets up and is like, hey, uh, I, I, I was just doing a house call. I'm part of my job as a doctor, which is what I am. Uh, what, what were you doing around here? I was like, oh, I came in to give Annie the thing. He's like, no, that's really good. Um, since we're out, like, how about we go get lunch? And they accidentally go on a date. Those stupid married couples. <laughs> what are you going to do? Ah, <laughs> uh, dear. Uh, yeah. Uh, then we've got possibly the best thing I've seen all year. Pop Team Epic Series 2, Episode 7, Rising Hell, the Hellshake Arrow. Uh, partly We're because, back, baby. Yeah, I had, it wasn't until the end of the first half that I realised that was the entire of the first half. When I, when the credits came up, I was like, hang on a second. Mm. That was, that was 10 minutes already. It's like uh, it w- it flew fucking by, and then it's yes. like, oh yeah, this again. Um, I did check; they did film it at least a second time because he makes some mistakes the second time around that I, he didn't make the first ah, time okay. around. Which I was like, he forgets so, to flip over the coach throwing in the towel um, is, at one point in the second yes. one. It's another live Akbu performance, uh, of mm-hmm. which last time they did this was episode seven of series one. Uh, thinking about uh, Hellshake Yellow. Uh, they they redo the same sketch essentially, but the thinking about how Shigano takes up the entire episode. Uh, yep, as we much learn. more flip flip pads involved. In yes, this one. yeah, many <clears> more <throat> flip pads. Um, it's a two man flip pad job. Yeah, yes, is... there, there, there's an ad break in the middle of it. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> there's an ad break. That's very carefully timed, just so you know we're not wasting your time. This is our. Government mandated thirty second ad. I believe it's for a real uh, music shop as well. I looked uh, it up. Yeah, there you have. They have three, lo- six locations in yes. Kyoto. So yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, so uh, yeah, essentially the tale of Hellshake Yano after he's quit the music business, dragged back to it by his manager, where he takes part in a, a uh, contest. It looks like he's going to lose to. Uh, no subject prints. Yes, no yeah, subject who, who, prints. He refuses to perform for his entire time, thereby earning himself a perfect score. Um, and so Hellshake's going to try and beat him by playing in a 108-string guitar. Uh, <laughs> he breaks his plectrum, and so he has to rush to on a Dragon Quest-style quest. Zelda. Uh, in the last Zelda, 30 yes, seconds yeah. he has as well. Yeah, yeah but to get the master plectrum... Um, which he turns into, and then he breaks all the 108 strings and wins the contest. Um, and then Akbu returned to the toilet from whence they came. As, as the credits yeah, only to emerge again from the toilet. <laughs> I only know it's the front toilet when you're walking back into it at the yes. end. Like, I don't catch that. <laughs> so someone transpired with their flip pad wizardry. It's because it opens with the the click of the the unlocked toilet cubicle, and yeah. it's just like, wait, what? Uh, you don't have time to think about that. He's he's walking forward. The credits are happening right now as he flips over the credits. I did appreciate the end credits where it's all just them doing everything. Yes, <laughs> and then in the second half, it's the same again, but with Koichi Yamadera voicing everything yeah. and sound yeah. effects yeah. and everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he then has to do like um, his. Um, He's like an uh, off-camera one, like after-episode bit by himself because he was the only one doing his own bit. But it's it. This is bullshit. I'm going to interview everything. We got nobody here to talk to. This fucking crap. Trying to let them know who I am. Uh, yeah, absolute madness. It's fantastic, and it just moves at such a pace. Like I said, it wasn't until the credits started that I realised they'd taken up the entire story. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm not going to complain about it, but 
Is it? It's definitely one of the best things I've seen all year. Is it one of the best animations though? Can you call it animation? Yes. I think yes. Yes, you can. I think yes. yes. Yeah. Even if it's just someone going like, you know, hell shake, hell shake with a piece of paper, I think that's fine. Well, yeah. Right? So even some of the transitions <laughs> and the optical illusions, essentially, they're doing with like flipping a slight piece of paper over another mm. piece of paper, so it changes the context. I think like, there, there's such wonderful stuff as well where Helsing is turning his head more and more, <laughs> yes. but his nose stays <laughs> on the same. I, I was going to say that, and exactly it shows the same they can thing. draw so fucking well, but they choose not to. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I appreciate that. So, so, so like, if, if you watch like enough of this crap, and it's just enhanced because you can see, you can see like the little effects, the little stings are trying to actually replicate those yes. with the eye catch and everything. And it was this point great one where it's a fade down from inside the inside the restaurant down to the street, where this. Like, like, you know, it's a coach going, no, the fades out, but rather than having, like, you know, tracing paper or something like that, it should kind of slowly, like, morph the drawings so like the manager was morphing into the house. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a very it's... odd shape tween, yeah, yeah. Oh, there's like, it's something things that would be like, you know, this, this would be like, you know, it, it would be harder to do it wrong or to make it look weird that way, but it, yeah. they, they, they put the work in to make it look weird and wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the extra effort. <laughs> uh, yeah, super, absolutely superb. Yeah, um, then finally, we got Mob Psycho 103, Episode 7, Transmission 1, Winter Break, in which uh, Tome is fed up with the uh, poor success rate of the telepathy club. Given also, that... she realizes she'll be uh, graduating yes. soon. It's like, oh shit, we've done nothing. <laughs> Middle school crisis. Oh, yes. uh, I, yeah. Two of them are going to be graduating. The other three, though, are like, well, can't you just carry on when you get to high school? <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, they're in middle school. Um, hmm. Yeah, why, why are you worried? So worried, but yes, they try good. They're going to actually take it seriously. Uh, so they get in touch with the Kagiyamas, who get them in touch with the uh, two brothers who've got telepathy with each other, but nobody else. Um, they, they they know Mob has psychic powers. And he's like, I don't have telepathy. I'll ask my brother. Wait, your brother's psychic? It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know yeah. anyone who's telepathic? It's like, those two telepathic twins. Yes. Those guys. Because the mm. problem is, the story would, would not have carried on this long if there was anybody who had telepathy who could have read mm. Regan's mind at any point during the past three seasons. <laughs> Mm. Yeah, and even those guys can only read each other's minds. So you yes. know, and <laughs> yeah. they they can't contact a telepath. However, they can make a noise that would really annoy a telepath if they work really hard. And generally, we can only do about five hundred meters. But Mob's like, yeah, I can, I can enhance that. So that should be good. Well, let's try it out. See who comes knocking. And hmm. they do try that. And someone does come knocking, but saying, "Oh, it's just you, Takanaka. You've only quit this club eight years ago. What are you going to come crawling back now for?" Oh, it's the winter and they make us train in the winter, so I'm just coming in here to warm up. You know, it's like, oh my guys, are you guys still into the telepathy thing? Give it up, man. Freaking get a life. What are you what? doing? I quit this thing. Why well, why don't you fuck off them? We're in the middle of something. Let's just keep going, mind and keep going. Okay, let's go again. Mm. That's really that's really mm, uh, that's uh getting like a migraine now. Come on, let's have a little bit more it does it's not real. It's not real. But we'll we'll do stop with the fucking noise. It's like you heard it. That, 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 that noise that adults can't hear. I mean, you heard it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, then we get his background, which I guess ties in the general theme of Mob having to uh, accept his psychic powers. Um, mm. Of which, yeah, he had to as well. He learned, he used to use them to take revenge on people. Uh, he, got, he grew out of that, and now he just puts earplugs in. So he, his telepathy seems that he can literally hear people's thoughts. 
He can literally hear thoughts and he can project his his voice into people's yes. heads when he worked on it hard enough. But I can only really read people's thoughts now when I look them in the eye, basically. If Or if I take the ear, yes. ear pads, yeah. ones out. Yeah, he seems so, to like say, oh, yeah, I, because of the telepathy, I could. he's learned how to read people's faces without the telepathy. So he could... Yeah, tell he's intense. got a good. He's good at reading people in general. But like, I like the idea, and they say it as much as like. So you started up this club, clearly to find other telepaths, right? You didn't want to be like alone, and your frustration caused you to quit. Yeah, because yeah. it wasn't just something you were like. I I refuse to do it. I refuse to speak in people's heads. I put in earphones so I don't hear their thoughts. It's like, but you started the fucking club, didn't you? That kind of thing. Yeah, uh, I do like the eye catch where they annoy the other psychics in the town. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's the regular says, hey man, what's up? Are you okay over there? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so they're going to have a New Year's Eve party and they're trying to get Tobey to come along and they're going to try and contact aliens using telepathy. Because um. that's the thing she really wanted to do all along. Um, I, I, I like the thing of they, they rang her and it's like, hey, come on, we're going to try this on the mountain. She's like, Ugh, that's stupid. You guys are stupid. I already disbanded the club. Do whatever. And then they couldn't get in contact with her for the rest of the weekend. It's like, oh, shit, I guess she didn't do it. But then she showed up anyway. I was like, yeah, my phone broke. broke uh, <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, it's such consultation. Hey, she was sour. Got any plans in a New Year's weekend? It's just like, uh, yeah, like uh, my night school buddies are going to go like for an after, after the end of your party. It's like, oh, that's OK. I got stuff to do, too. It's like, oh, here's Mob. Hello? What? It's looking for aliens. Well, I suppose. I don't know. I better keep you, keep an eye on you kids. Yeah, and I know, his older man. apprentice looking back at Reagan and going like, good for you, master. You know, it's just like, I'm glad you have <laughs> These friends These damn kids, if I, if I didn't look out for them, they'd fucking be in a, in a fucking you know, shadow grave right now. Uh, yeah, he once wants to be one of life so lonely with <laughs> friends. Uh, and Reagan waking up that morning is like, wow, I feel so refreshed. What a great night's sleep. I woke up naturally. It's like, my alarm clock ran out of battery. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Uh, they're, they're trying to keep Torment from going off the phone and say, you bought me our share, telepathy. Phone, uh, he's not fucking going to show up, is he? Now, is he? I'm not for nothing. Phone said, no, no, I'm here. I'm here, phone said, I swear to God. The new celebrity phone saying, you, you fucking washed up. Forget you. I'm out of here phone saying, no, please, just give us one more chance. Come on, we gotta go. They like pick her up Bundle and carry her. her. Kidnap her, like, essentially. She, yeah, she can't escape now. And it's like, oh, sorry, oh, master. Sorry, we're late. She's so pissed. And Reagan's like, don't worry about it. Obviously, visibly still sweating. He's like, it's like, oh, it's okay. You know, just uh, thinking about higher things. Oh, geez. And how nervous he is driving as well, because this is a rental and he usually doesn't drive. <laughs> Don't fucking talk to me, Mom. I'm fucking concentrating <laughs> on the road. Um, uh, there's a lot of really good uh, characters not fucking speaking their mind and Reagan getting antsy about this. Like, I can't believe you overslept, man. And Reagan's like, fucking, are they talking uh, about me? Oh, no. well, my, my boat up. Yep. That could kill me rocky ahead. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it, I suppose after like the going make, make a little bit of mention of you know that whole whole dimple and the whole yeah, broccoli yeah. tree thing you know it's like oh. so like after it's like I have big emotional and like uh, I guess planetary stakes of that um, that's something a bit more like oh it's just kind of these little personal stakes, things yeah. you know and mob being sort of like the the voice of, well he's always he's a voice of reason but he's like you know the one who's least caught up in his own little kind of complexes here. Even, even yeah. Ritz, who was like getting red for fills, but like enough fun. So you got like a thing about, you know, not being kind of, you know, like 
on the same vibe as your brother phone saying, did you read my mind? No, it's written all over your face, man. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, I like when Toby's like, oh, we, I think we're what memories have we got of our middle school years and the other guys are just like we've got great memories of just hanging around eating games. crisps chatting and we playing played cards a bunch yeah. that was fun I like playing cards with you guys yeah. that, those are very fond memories for me yeah I like the fact that they got what they wanted out of the club <laughs> which is why they feel guilty now um, that uh, maybe they'd accidentally ruined it for her because um, mm. they're like maybe we should read all these books um yeah, it's uh, fun stuff. I because I've been reading Dan to Dan weekly now. I'm like, don't call aliens; it's never going to work out well. Uh, <laughs> mm. And the other thing I was thinking of the constant shots of what have we achieved as the as the as the psychic club I was like, what what have we done? It's like, oh, maybe we should read some of the books that are on offer. And everything in their little office is fitness equipment, fitness magazines, because <laughs> it's not the it's the body improvement club. That's not what club you're in anymore, guys. But yeah, they're. Uh, just that they're stuck in the old ways of yeah. thinking and yeah uh well the shelf's full of ufo books though still that's true yeah yeah but it's next to all the barbells and stuff <laughs> yeah uh <laughs> but yeah they, they keep on showing like the the bodybuilding things peeling off the tele the uh, telepathy club side though because mm. um, i guess a bunch of the uh bodybuilding club guys are going to be graduating as well graduating too yeah that's true yeah yeah they were talking about that in the um in the midterms or whatever it's got to merge your clubs you got to improve your body and your mind yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see if that plays out and that's it for this week a sensible number of shows oh hey. god <laughs> I, I was it. questioning myself did i watch everything it's like yeah i did watch everything yes. we just weren't watching the crazy yeah. amount yeah well that's it i did watch more things around the slate you know, that's, that's my own personal interest yeah. and that's fine like that. yeah 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 and i i did see you mention that the last you uh Eurosite Sierra had three stories in it so i might check that out just to see uh-huh. that is probably the right amount yeah yes um i i mean i'm, I'm currently fascinated by people who are like but all the characters are horrible i was like yeah that's why i yeah. liked it in the 90s <laughs> uh uh, the Gundam is still good. There's like it's, it's like uh, it's, in, it's in a good kind of bit now. Where it's like those well, getting all these details and like uh, they're not adding up. So it's just all like you know throwing all these so many different things into doubt. You know, you know, obviously there's like something else going on under the surface. Uh, but it's like the Prospera, the Shara character is being super Shari because this is kind of like um, like a formal gala student event thing or formal gala event where they basically like, you know, kickstart new companies and she basically managed to kickstart Gundam Incorporated. Because uh, <laughs> if we're going to have like evidence here of companies developing like uh, banned, like uh, mobile suit weapons, we may as well be sensible about it. So I propose like, like a foundation to be established to research these and, and, and use them sensibly. <laughs> so it's just like Gundam Incorporated. <sighs> All right. <laughs> and players when plays right into prosperous and just like fun saying, Oh, I made one of those and I got in trouble for it. And but Mammy, you said it wasn't a gundam. No, I lied, it's totally a gundam. Sorry. <laughs> what what else apply to you about in your life? Hmm. Because um the prologue that we, we, we see that you know where you were you or someone who appears to you as a child, that all happened twenty one years ago and you're only seventeen. So either you got held back a lot or you're not who you say you are. And we've already established that there are clones of people or people who can be implanted with one of people's personalities and appearances in mm. another episode. So yeah, everything is kind of all hurly burly now. Mm. Interesting. Um, mm. 
Do we know where Lupin Zero is showing up? It is. Oh, I wanted to think it was actually. Uh, if you presume all Lupins are going high dive mound, wouldn't you? Yes, you, you would. Uh, yes. I think I read something different, or at least it's going somewhere else as well. Uh, yeah. Where the hell was that? We'll have it. We'll know in a couple of weeks. I think it yes. had its like uh, premiere at a convention in New York yeah. or something there the other weekend. December sixteenth is when it's supposed to uh, show up. Okay. Um, so we got that and um, Roboco, I think. Hmm. Mm. So the, the, the Lupin Zero is only like a, like Six, a, seven, seven, a short thing anyway as well. Uh, yeah, on high dive, of course. Okay. They have the lock on that now. Yeah. But December 4th is me and Roboco. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I don't know if that's got anywhere else yeah, for it yet. But... Um, it seems like a fairly good chance it'll show up somewhere. Probably more than most shorts these days. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yes, I don't think they've announced any because they got the they've announced that Gamera anime for next year, but I don't think they've announced who's Gamera anime. Yeah, for Netflix, Gamera Rebirth. Oh, probably following Godzilla's one. Yeah, I yeah. thought that did so well for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, and I don't think there's any side of Detective Caridans yet with uh, content relevant to okay. the main plot. Hmm. Um, I think it is currently, yeah, TV hmm. originals up until the end of the month that are announced. Hmm. Uh, so yeah, the uh, this coming week is Detectives Don't Sleep. That's the gimmick. Detectives are always sleeping because they keep on getting knocked out by a dart shot by a child's watch. <laughs> but what if we knew that I can counteract this for a bunch of detectives <laughs> juiced up on crank so they can never sleep. Righty-ho, that's it for this week. We'll be back next week with more of the same.